We'll get back to your music shortly, but first, did you know that prescription prices are different at different pharmacies? You could literally drive across the street and get a different price. That's crazy. But with GoodRx, you can instantly compare prices at every pharmacy in your neighborhood and save up to 80%. You're probably thinking there's a catch, right? Nope. It's 100% free and can save you money whether you have insurance or not. In fact, it can often beat your copay. Download the GoodRx app today and start saving. GoodRx is not insurance. sleep let me let me see you're a little low let me see here why are you so low there we go all right that should be better a little better oh yeah there we go there we go all that 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 pod you i'm back in school baby hell yeah so this audio quality is gonna fucking sky I'm hitting the books. I got the cans on my head. This audio quality is about to fucking skyrocket. Absolutely. And let's see. Eric, how you been? Good, man. I got the right microphone going and we're recording. Nice. (laughs) No. uh, Got all caught up on on the wrestling. Finally get to go on that front for once. Yeah. Yep. We're actually going to... We decided that, hey, we're coming up on episode 100. We should probably start acting right and reviewing the actual week that was in wrestling instead of a week and a half behind. <laughs> yeah. But get your shit together for the big one hundred. Yeah. And a lot of people say That's, well uh, what? Just two weeks away now? Uh yeah, this is episode ninety eight. We are we are just inching. We're just real close. Creeping, baby. Yeah. A lot of guys would say you should have been doing that from day one. And it's like, well, Mind, mind your own fucking business, you know? I mean, originally we were, but then all of a sudden SmackDown moved its ass to Friday. We had to move some things around. And any way you look at it, whenever you record a podcast, you're going to have some show nipping at your heels. Yeah, it's too spread out. Sure. And I got, like I said, I got pod kind of you. 22, but here we are. We are caught up. And we are ready to talk SmackDown. From two days ago, a little raw, and we got SummerSlam coming up here a week from today, Eric. Yes, it's very, yeah, that is coming up real close. It's quite the plug. It is quite the plug. I do what we should plug uh, for the big 100th episode. We don't have much planned, but we do have planned is a uh, Boom DDT Dollar Bin special. And uh, 
Should we release what it's going to be? Or yeah, we, we need to. Or maybe that should be next show. I think next show we can release the uh, the actual movie title. Yeah, it's very it's it's near and dear to us. Very important to us. Very important film. Very important film for everybody in history. You know? Oh yeah. Uh, I, I, probably won a couple of Oscars or Academy. <laughs> I don't know what movies win Oscars. I don't know. Or should have Academy Awards. Oh, hang on, Attic. Are you in the case? Yeah, are you having pr- trouble hearing me? Yep. Oh, God. Just take the phone out of the case, you moron. <laughs> Alright, we'll do this on air. This is removing the case. Uh, Jeff, have you started watching basketball yet? I have not, but I do. Thank you for that. Am I, am I, am I on audio? Yeah, they can hear you. Okay, thank you for that, uh... Uh, loft ball, lofting softball setup, Eric. Yeah. I do have a thirty-second bowl update. I know. That was actually intentional. I set you right up. So we are getting a thirty-second bowls update. First one in a long time. But yes, I have not watched any basketball, and this update is not basketball related. And most people are going to be like, "Okay, <sighs> so what?" Yeah. And I and I'm gonna I we'll see what my live reaction is because I did not look up what you were talking about. Oh, okay. Well, so what? Miles Davis. Yep. So that's our plugs. We got uh, we have a very special 30 second Chicago Bulls update um, in this episode 98, and we also are plugging our big 100 episode with a Boom DDT Dollar Ben segment, a very special one hosted again by the. Resident Magic Milkman and all around film expert Bork. Two more quick uh, show updates before we dive in to the week of wrestling, Attic. We also might have uh, Cooking with Short Shorts in the works, a little school lunch special. Mmm. Okay, a little school day special, cafeteria recipes. Yeah, I need to get in a group text with yourself and. Uh, our buddy Jason, friend of the show, Dirk Cotton member from our band way back in the day. Yeah. I actually and found that, dude, I found that DVD of the Battle of the Bands performance. Holy shit, are you serious? Yeah. I don't, not, not, like, right off the top of my head, I don't know where it is, but it's here. Oh, man. <clears throat> actually, I think I think it's somewhere like right in this room. I bet you I could find it, but yeah, I haven't watched it yet, but I found it when I was moving. Oh, man. So, yeah, me, me, me Eric, and our buddy Jason, we're, we're in a kick-ass band. Oh, I fell over. <laughs> God <laughs> damn. Right on my face. I don't know how to... Without the case, this, you know how slippery iPhones are without cases, Jeff? Yeah, you might as well dip them in butter. They make them like blocks of butter. It's unbelievable. <laughs> there you go. Hold on, I gotta figure something out here. We'll I, get a prop. I need like a... I got one prop, but I need a sandwich technique. Oh yeah, you, you, you always got a sandwich. Okay, there you are. I, okay, that should that might work. I don't know. Uh, nonetheless. Yeah, we, we, we're in a, the three of us were in a trio band called Dirt Continent. We kicked ass. Mm-hmm. And uh, in high school, we were mm-hmm. in battle bands, and apparently Eric has a DVD copy of our performance still. 
played yeah. a little Jimi Hendrix, a little Talking Heads. It's a fun night. Uh, didn't did we do Israelites or is that the one that got cut off? We got cut off due to time constraints, and then we gave Mr. Hill, our vice principal and dean of Dunlap High School, we gave him a big thumbs down for that while we were on stage. <laughs> like like a couple of teen badasses, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what Jimi Hendrix song? Fire, baby. Oh yeah, yeah. What else? So we played Talking Heads. Uh, um, what's that song called? I can't think of it. Psycho Killer. Yeah, Psycho Killer. That was a great one. And we um, had a couple of uh, originals. One, a surf rock song called Flaming Bud. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, I'll have to review that fucking tape. That'll be a good one. And the uh, second show update is just a thank you to the faithful 15. Faithful 25, whatever. whatever I'd say we're... we're fl- are faithful. Thank you. We're floating around 25 right now, so we'll call them the... Uh... Oh, I don't know. I don't want to go terrific 25. That's just too easy. The hey, t- the, the faithful 50, man. Yeah. <laughs> If, if if all 25 of you, instead of like, rating, and reviewing, if all 25 of you just told one person, that'd be like a faithful 50, dude. Yeah, just tell, yeah, there it is. Just tell one person. And they probably, they probably won't listen, but hey, you tried, you know? Yeah, you tried. That's all I could do. You just tried. Uh, so yeah, professional wrestling, Jeff. You familiar? I'm familiar, Eric. <laughs> Okay, uh, which show did you like better this week? So once again, we are current. We are actually current. We are t- we are taking we are elevating. Okay, we 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 have certain formulas, and what we do is we <laughs> update them with the times. All right, all right. Uh, so we have this formula now where we're gonna actually review the week that was in wrestling. And it is currently Sunday, so we have Monday Night Raw and Friday Night SmackDown up to date, I might add. It's very impressive, I know. Uh, which show did you like better? Um, this week, I probably, I mean, I like aspects of both shows, I'll be honest. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go SmackDown for me because I was. Let's talk about Raw first because I had a big issue with one thing. Absolutely. I'm probably talking about the same thing, and that is, and and you gotta tell me. I'm sure they were there somewhere, but on the Hulu cut, Jeff, I did not get a single damn second of the Hurt Business. Nothing. Really? I got nothing. And uh, it was a tragedy. Uh, I could not fucking believe it after that. What happened last Monday, two Raws ago? After what happened and how how good they looked and how that show was like centered around them in a way, and it was maybe maybe we're the only ones. I don't know. I was hyped, man. I wanted. I think this Raw should have been the same way. It should have surrounded by the Hurt Business. It should have been Hurt. It should have been Hurt Business and uh, the Seth Rollins story. Because I mean, what else on Raw really is there? There's a couple of things, but I mean, her business should have been front and center. So and it wasn't. No, not at all, dude. So you tell me what what happened with the hurt business because I have no fucking idea. 
So we had a uh, VIP lounge. Uh, essentially, uh, MVP was just talking smack, saying that he's the true champion or whatever. I don't know. Uh, Apollo Cruz comes out. He doesn't like it. He's talking back, working on his mic skills a little bit. And they end up having Apollo Cruz and Shelton Benjamin have a match uh, with, with MVP and Lashley out there. And Shelton Benjamin gets a win off of a Bobby Lashley distraction. How was that match, though? That's probably a good match. Yeah, yeah, it's a decent match. They put it uh, just about halfway through the Raw, so it's not a... I mean, I guess it is a sandwich because you didn't get on the Hulu cut, but I don't think Hulu should have sandwiched this because, yeah, it's a solid match. It wasn't like arm and a leg match or anything like that. Like, it wasn't 25 minutes of work. Not a not a Broadway as they call it, in the biz. Is, is that the term? Yeah. Hey, you learn something, Marky, every day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So so did it typical like the VIP segment bled into the match? Yep. Okay. You got it. See that that to me is not enough at all. No. Like what are you doing, man? They dominated the underground last week. They looked badass as hell. And they said they were taking over the underground. And they well, apparently they gave it back because <laughs> the underground was back to normal and might have been even scaled back a little bit. It was whacker. It was whack. It was whacker than it was last week. I, I, there's no doubt in my mind. We got to see the one guy again, so I think they are trying to show us that guy. Uh, the big boy. It still is a showcase for random talent. Yeah. Uh, Shayna Baszler had a uh, had a domination uh, part in this whole Raw Underground as well. Yeah, a little segment to, to give her, you know, make her look strong, but it didn't do much for me. Uh, she did do a one-on-three, but yeah, I mean, uh, in, in the Raw Underground, you basically just do a couple of uh, arm drags or... Show Colts and you win. Yeah, because it's hard to shoot. Yeah, because it'd be hard to shoot like shoot MMA, you know. Yeah, I guess you could, but it's you know punches are always hard. Not not everybody's good at shooting punches. Not everybody's Baron Corbin. No, <laughs> a, gold, a former Gold Gloves boxing champion. Yeah, but he he is the best. He's got the best punches since Undertaker, in my opinion. I was, was going to say, you got to be careful with saying who's the best because Taker still takes that. Taker had great ones. I'm still, I'm still sure he could do it. But, um, but anyway, yeah, the underground segments to me were whack this week. You notice, uh, in the first, in the first underground segment, they didn't have dancers, yeah, music, much smoke, and the the. The quick cuts weren't there, Eric. It's like they listened to every single complaint I had last week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and a lot of people complained about the women. Uh, so that doesn't surprise me that they were gone. What, just Scanley Clad or the, the heavy-handedness of having them in there? I guess both. Just, I don't know. Like, using women as sex symbols, you know. Well, I mean, when Shane just stands under him, looks up, and says, nice. Yeah. Yeah, you'll, you'll get some of that. Yeah. 
Which I don't know. I don't know. There's still like I don't. That's all. That's a tricky one for me. I don't know where I feel on that because like, you know, that's that's also a woman's right. If they want to make their money doing that shit, then that's their right. You know, it's not like it's not like there's no room in that for the world. So I don't. I don't know how to feel about. I, it didn't bother me. It just it sucked that they were terrible dancers. That was hilarious. It's like you're the WWE like, and there's a lot of women that know how to dance, and you couldn't find any. That was very odd. <laughs> no, I, I'm not. I'm not here for Christian moralistic values, Eric. I, I'm, yeah. I'm here just because, you know, you went through this whole last decade with Stephanie McMahon and Mom Jeans coming out every time that Becky Lynch or Charlotte wins a title or takes claim for the women's evolution, and then Shane McMahon does a little cocaine and has some dancers <laughs> going on. Yeah. And they're not good, yeah. like you said. And yeah, I, I was just—I'm not—I'm—it's the optics of it and just the heavy-handedness of it that I opposed. Yeah, no, I, I understand. This week, without that and without music, I was like, "Well, this just got worse." Yeah, they did. At least bring the music. Something they—they they did something wrong with it. I don't know. I can't really put my finger on it, but it didn't feel right. And I don't think it's like. Like you said, like, I'm not the moral police by any means. Like, I'm cool with having hot chicks dancing. But for some reason, it was weird. I think it was because they sucked at dancing. I think it made it awkward. I don't know. Can't explain it. Last week, I wasn't really all in on it until the Hurt Business came in. And there was no, like, there was no climax to this Raw Underground. It was just, hey, come see us wrestle in a dark room for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Last week had a had a clear end game. It was to get the hurt business over, and it worked. And then they just they just fucking blew it. It was so disappointing to me. I hated it, dude. I couldn't believe it. I rewound. I, I rewound raw, and uh... what can give you a competitive edge in today's red hot housing market? Rocket can. That's because Rocket Mortgage can give you a verified approval. It could help your offer stand out. Because when you find the perfect home, you don't want to lose it to anybody else. Rocket technology provides a rock-solid verification of your income, assets, and credit, giving sellers and their agents greater confidence in you. We've already helped over 1 million clients just like you reach their home financing goals this year alone. So remember this. What can help you buy the home you really want? Rocket can. Go to rocketmortgage.com or call us today at 8338-ROCKET. That's rocketmortgage.com or call 8338-ROCKET. A verified approval is based on an underwriter's analysis of your individual financial information, appraisal, and title report. Call for cost information and conditions equal housing lender licensed in all 50 states and MLSconsumeraccess.org number 3030. <clears throat> like, as I'm rewinding, I'm like watching each scene. You know how you can do that on Hulu? Yeah. Just to double check, and I'm like, yeah, they they literally gave me no fucking hurt business at all. Bad bad move. Oh man, we need we need to have a talk with Hulu, and I, and I need to cancel my subscription with them. I, I I signed up with them for the dollar bin a couple of months ago, and now they're just eating my cash. I'm throwing it out the window for them. You don't ever use it. No. <laughs> The only thing I have it for is wrestling. Besides that, I could probably watch anything I want to on something else. But 
Yeah. I mean, they're, they're, I'm not going down a Hulu hole, but there's other shit you can watch on Hulu that plenty of people are probably yelling at the podcast. Why don't you watch Sunny? Why don't you watch South Park? Why don't you watch uh, Seinfeld? All good options. Yeah, but I've seen them all. Seen them all. Yep. <laughs> Uh, so let's talk about, so yeah, Hurt Business, big failure this week. Big disappointment. Uh, let's talk about the Seth Rollins story, because I like that segment. What'd you think? This is with, uh, Rollins and Dominic? Yeah. Or I guess, uh, I don't know, my notes are all over the place. Humberto Carrillo was involved? Uh, he just got, he was, uh, job. he was going to have the mat. He had the match with Seth. Oh, okay. Yeah. And Dom, right. It starts out with like a promo and it's like, no, no, not a promo. My bad. A contract signing. Yes. For, uh, with Joe. With Joe, uh, wh- whatever word they use for that. What do they always call that? Uh, ar- arbitrator. Yeah. The arbitrator, <laughs> which he did a really good job as always. He's killing it in this, in this role. I really like it. Uh, Yes, he is. But um, they start out with that and the classic thing, and, and uh, Seth makes it. Dominic comes out with a kendo stick, and Seth makes it a. Uh, I don't know what the exact exact match was. Do you remember? But it's it's a it's a hardcore match, but I don't know what he called it. Falls count anywhere? Or... Oh, uh, for SummerSlam, I don't know if it's Extreme Rules or Falls Count Anywhere. No DQ. I mean. Yeah, they're, they're, exactly. It's some kind of hardcore match. You can use any weapon you want, uh, which is cool and makes total sense because, I mean, he's not ready to have a pure wrestling. He's not ready to have a Broadway with Seth Rollins. No. <laughs> so, so okay, get it. That's cool. And then he tells uh, Dominic to sit outside and watch and take some notes as he whoops on uh, Umberto Carrillo, you know. That's right. And then he basically jobs out to Seth, and or is that how it ends? I forget. Well, during the contract signing, Joe kind of uh, gave Rollins a little, little piece of his mind. Yeah, he like did. Joe was taking, He was not uh, an objective arbitrator. We should say that. <laughs> oh no, not he, at he all. He was purely on Dominic's side. Yeah, which was awesome. He's like, I'll hold this kendo stick for safekeeping, but. God damn it. I meant to write down a quote of Joe's to Rollins because his promo to Rollins was great. He just turned over to him and he's like, I see a man who's scared or something like that. Yeah, he really did. He, he, he was shooting him daggers. It was a great promo. Very good. Another thing I realized is hilarious. It's like, they've been doing such a great job of making Dominic look huge and then all of a sudden he looked tiny. Like... When he stands next to Ray, he looks pretty big, and then we keep seeing him next to, like, the women in the back doing the interviews. Yeah. And, like, I didn't, I mean, I knew he wasn't seven feet tall, but, like, he looked like he was, like, 6'3", or something, and I don't think he is. Because he was, like, when he was across, when he was standing next to Joe and across from Seth, I was like, oh, yeah, he is pretty short. He's he's probably about six even. You think? Yeah, he could be six even. I don't know. I don't know how tall Seth Rollins is. I think Seth was bigger than him. Uh, I'm not sure, but yeah, he just looks small because he, he doesn't have that body yet, Eric. He's working on his body. Yeah. 
But uh, anyway, how does the match? Does he end up interrupting? And it's it, it you know it's a it's a schmoz uh, ending. So Rollins wins it clean, and Murphy just immediately runs over to the other side of the ring where Dominic wasn't taking notes; he was just watching and attacks Dominic, and it, it, it becomes two on one, and we go from there to a very dark turn where they they t- they strip. Dominic's shirt off, they tie him up in the ropes, and they take the kendo stick to him. And this is this is like a a college initiation, Eric. Yeah, it was they, it was a good. There's welts on his back, welts on his tummy. <sighs> yeah, it was a good ass beating, man. I think with with a crowd, that would have been a really good moment. It it still was impressive. Like he he probably I don't know when they taped that. Like maybe it wasn't taped recently, but it's like, man. He, how can he even have this match in a couple weeks? They destroyed his back, dude. It looked insane. They showed pictures of it afterwards. It was rough. Yeah, they should have done it backstage because, sweet Jesus, that 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 is that is rear, Eric. Oh yeah, you can't fake that. That was hardcore. That Dominic, he, that was pretty badass, man. He took some hard shots. And if if uh, the WWE uh, locker room. What do they call it? Court. Yeah. Yep. If, if court still has an initiation process like a college fraternity out of the year two thousand, then yeah, uh, Dominic passed. Yeah. He he did his part. He put in his union dues. Yep. That was a dude. I loved that segment. I was like, yeah, this works. This makes you. This makes you hate Seth. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and and uh, Dom's mic skills were surprisingly good, Eric. Like, he didn't have a lot of lines, and it was all scripted. Yeah. But he nailed the uh, charisma. Yep. Yep. He didn't have much to say, like you said, but he did good. And uh, no crowd might help when you're learning, I'm sure. But still, I mean, he knew he was going to be on national television, so... I'm sure there's a lot of fucking nerves there, and he did a good job. Absolutely. Um... Uh That's about all I got on that. We got Rollins and Dominic at SummerSlam. Yep. Yep. What did you think of uh, Retribution antics on Raw? I thought they were whack. On Raw? Yeah. Well, followed up, like, I mean, last week's SmackDown, they literally just stopped the show. Yeah. You know, they, they ended the SmackDown by, like, taking over the show and shooing everyone out. So Raw was real light compared to that. Like, it seems like a failed attempt to take over the show. So, yeah, it did. didn't look good on Retribution's part. No. What did they even actually do? There was a, they had a spot where they threw a cinder block through a window. Oh, that's right. Uh, it was it was a little too much like the recent protest for me. I, I didn't like it, uh, the version on Raw. Yeah, I, I, I'm start. I'm definitely getting those vibes, and I don't know if it's. Are you? Oh yeah, and I think it's got to be what it's got to be. We have to be right on that. I mean, Vince. Michael, what'd you say? Michael Cole said something about it. On on this last SmackDown, Michael Cole says they are hiding behind current events to to project their goal or whatever. I don't know. He. Huh. He made some very loose connections. I'm like, uh, is that you trying to say that it's about protest shit? 
Like he's like they're supposed to be like the the uh, the outside people that come into these peaceful protests and fuck shit up just to do it. Like those kind of people. Maybe. I don't know. He kept it real wishy washy. Yeah, that's to be expected. I think they are playing off that shit though, and it's kind of it's depending on how you do it. Yeah, depending on how you do it, for sure, it can be hella whack. And you gotta, you, you have to think a certain way because you know Vince McMahon's politics. Yeah. So that makes me not like it. No. But we could be wrong. I don't know. But well, like you said last week, Eric, you're right on the uh, the multi-sex faction. There was at least one woman involved in this. Yeah, there's definitely definitely females. I saw multiple. Well, I mean, the, the spray painting is so shitty. They yeah. come in and just do like what? It's teenage spray painting, man. This is what we did at the train tracks. When we were twelve. Yeah, it's terrible. It's embarrassing. I didn't even see that episode. I just saw a bunch of clips of them just like doing squiggly lines and shit. Yeah, they did a squiggly line over <laughs> the SmackDown uh, apron banner. They went to the plexiglass and took five seconds to spray the WWE sign, and then two seconds to spray a shitty little uh, no. Like the circle with the slash through it, that no sign. Yeah, they did that. I think that one was on their most recent... I mean, I think they've done it multiple times, but they did that again on the recent SmackDown. <laughs> it was hilarious. Yeah. Like, they started doing I'm like, okay, what are they going to do? Oh, they're just doing the WWE logo. And then they just do the circle and the cross through. I'm like, are you serious? That's all you got? Like, I don't know, man. It doesn't feel... Uh, <sighs> I don't know. I know this shit's for kids, but it does not feel threatening at all. No. Which is a problem, I think. I don't know. I mean, it. I, they've done shit like this in the past, and it's been better. But I don't know if that's because, uh, you know, you got a, you got a lot longer leash on shit, or you know, nowadays it's geared more towards kids even more. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it, but it doesn't feel threatening at all to me. stunts have just gotten whacker. Last week on SmackDown, they took over. They were kicking. They went and, like, laid hands on some fans. That was the first time they broke down that wall. Yeah. They laid hands on a couple of fans when they were, like, shooting everyone out. They shoot out a woman, and a woman got either slapped or a boot to the face by one of these uh, mass mass uh, ninjas. They're not ninjas. I'm so confused. You have actual ninjas running around with Zappel, and then you have these people, just in all black, looking quite similar to the ninjas. Yeah. Running roughshaw. And there they was. Went, they went from that shit and chainsawing the ropes to this week on Raw. They they tried to do a cinder block stunt, where the security guard and the cameraman come roaming up, and the security guard just stands there. He's like, "Hey, what are you doing? Get out of here!" Yeah. And Raw, raw, raw! And then they try to throw a cinder block through a window, but they don't get enough height on the cinder block, so the, and the, it's not it's not all there. It, it goes through two feet high instead of like ten feet high. Yeah, it just trickled through. It was terrible. Yeah, yeah their their raw perform. I'll, I'll give them that their SmackDown performance was better. Their raw performance was terrible. It really was. The SmackDown one, which we'll get to, is okay, I guess, but whatever. But I didn't. I don't know, man. I I think it's time, maybe next Raw, 
it's time to see what the fuck they want because we don't know what they're mad about. Well, I mean, the light flickering business is just... Okay, as a quick side note, Eric. Uh, you, you watched the most recent SmackDown, yes? Oh, yeah, I did, actually, because on the Boom DDT podcast, we stay current. Oh, man, I was hoping you'd get that plug. Pod, you sorry, paying it off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> on the most current SmackDown, I had a lot of uh, scratchy audio on mine, like... Not like their mics were all of a sudden turned off, but just like crackly audio. Was that on my cable or is that retribution? You know, I don't know. I didn't notice it, so I have no idea. I think it might have been your cable, because I don't remember that. Okay, because yeah, it, it definitely popped in at a crucial time when Alexa Bliss was trying to do a promo, so. No. I was like, well. Alexa's Braun Strowman promo? Yeah. No, I don't remember any shenanigans during that. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's probably just a shitty recording on my behalf, but Fox Denver, 43, Fox 3? I don't, I don't care. Fox, Fox <laughs> Denver is shit. Yeah, Fox and Peoria is fucking hard to get, dude. If like, I don't know how it's going to be out here now that we moved, but I've had several houses in the Peoria area where it's really hard to get. And it, I'm talking about like, I don't, I've never had cable, but I'm talking about like, the free vert, like the antenna fox, you know what I mean? Yeah. And you usually got to fuck with it and move it around your room. And I mean, the only time I give a fuck is during the Bears games, but it's really annoying. Yeah. But anyway, what, what were we talking about? That, that was just my last question on uh, Retribution. Oh, yeah. No, I don't think so, man. I think that was your cable. Okay. Well, yeah, I mean, they, they, we need to figure out what they're what they're here about because yeah I'm sick of their stupid little light flickers this isn't Hogwarts dude I I fucking forgot I meant to send you I saw an amazing video on Instagram and somebody has replaced all the the wand like the I don't even know what you'd call it like like when somebody puts a spell on somebody in Harry Potter and like does the wand flick yeah They've replaced that all with guns, and they're just shooting people, and it is, it is fucking hilarious, dude. Oh, shit, that takes a dark <laughs> yeah. turn. Yeah, there's this, there, the one that I'm gonna send you, it's like Hermione's like, I'm so sorry to do this to you, to some like little kid, she's just like, poof, and just fucking dusts his ass. <laughs> it's fucking amazing. As a Harry Potter nerd, it's conflicting as hell. Yeah. It was, it was good, but um, so yeah, red we did so yeah, retribution on Raw, thumbs down. Um, what else? What else was good on Raw? Did they? We forgot to talk about this last week. I wanted to mention it to you because I still haven't seen it. So Montez Ford just got poisoned. Apparently, was this not on your Hulu cut last week? I don't know. It could have been, and I might have missed it. I don't know. So, last week on Raw, he was facing someone. Is, is the opponent matter? Probably not. Probably not. Probably not. Or yeah, no, was, was, yeah, I was going to say, it was probably uh, one of those dudes, because that's who their SummerSlam match is. Yeah. So, he's facing Almas, and he's going to do that classic ring, uh, uh, the rope shake, where he, like tilts his head back where he used to say WrestleMania yeah yeah that type of rope shake 
he goes to do that like when he's all hyped up and then he just straight up passes out. Okay. Like, then they just play it off like, huh, that's weird. <laughs> Nobody help him. He'll be all right. He, he passes out. They call the match. Uh, and then find out like Bianca Belair and Angela Dawkins come out of the doctor's office after commercial. And then Bianca's like, apparently he was poisoned. Okay. One who did that. They didn't explain how he was poisoned or when he was poisoned, but he's apparently poisoned. And they immediately blame uh, Vega and all this for like, oh, we did poison him. Like, you know, heavy handed <laughs> and shit. Yeah, okay. Alright, so what did, did anything happen this week with that? Oh, yeah, there was a match. So, yeah, this week there was. Um, uh, Angelo Dawkins versus uh, Almas. No Montez Ford. Um, Angelo won, and then immediately after, uh, Bel Air and Vega, who had Bel Air had made the challenge after the Pison last week. So this was this match is already set in stone. They decided just have theirs right after. So Bel Air and Vega go toe to toe with uh, with Angelo and. Uh, Andrade and uh, Angel all out there, and Bianca wins that as well. So, Street Profits and Bel Air stand tall on both fronts here. Okay. <clears throat> but no Montez Ford in sight. Okay. Uh, was there anything else good on Raw, or is that it? Oscar versus Bailey. Uh, if Oscar wins, she uh, gets the Raw title shot against Sasha Banks at yeah. SummerSlam. Yep, and she won. She won as we knew she as we knew she would. Yep. Yep. That's probably if if, if that's all we got, it's probably a good transition into SmackDown. Well, well hang on, Eric. The most important part. Oh. The main event. Oh, okay. Yep. Randy Orton. Uh talking to well first he has a match with uh Kevin Owens that he wins. And then he's like, hang on, stay back here, Flair. We got a little celebrating to do. And Eric, Randy Orton finally gave us the rec- finally gave Peoria the recognition that it deserved. <laughs> what do you say? He's talking to Ric Flair. He's like, do you remember, I'll send you the actual clip I recorded it. He's like, do you remember, uh, Way back when, uh, 2002, 2003, Peoria, Illinois. <laughs> I got in a bit of trouble there, to say the least. Hell yeah. No one's there to help me besides you, Rick. And he basically goes from there into this, like, uh, I was looking up to you, I respect you, and now I don't respect you, you're not the same Rick Flair. You're just an old man who you're a whore for the spotlight. You're not the same Ric Flair I used to respect, used to respect. respect back in the day. And like, Flair's getting emotional. Like, it's old man Flair. And they told him, like, you better get to tearing up, Flair. So Flair's getting mm-hmm. emotional. He's like, what are you going to do, cry? <laughs> yeah, he, bu- he bullied him. He's like, yeah, he totally bullied him. He's like, that's all you're good for is crying. Cry. Yeah, go ahead and cry, Rick. He bullied Ric Flair. And then uh, at the end, it looked like they're going to 
hug it out, bro. And the, the entire time I'm waiting for an RKO, I'm like, they cannot RKO Ric Flair's old ass. But <laughs> yeah. Ric Flair would take an RKO gladly. I bet he would. <laughs> I kept thinking that too. Like, you, you could tell, obviously, that it was going to go down something. Uh, yeah, something was going to go down, but I didn't think Vince had the balls to RKO Rick, even though Rick was capable of it. And uh, ended up what happened was they, they hugged, Ric Flair turns around, and Randy Orton just gives him a big old low blow. Then he sets up for the uh, punt kick that, RK, that Orton's getting known for nowadays. And I'm like, I do not want to see Flair at his age on his knees getting kicked in the face. No, no Mark does. <clears throat> no, no. Thank, thank no. God Retribution was watching because they cut the lights right as the punt kick happened. Yep. So we don't see the actual punt kick. No. But we assume that it has happened. Yeah, an, an inferred punt kick. But I, I agree. I think that was a good decision by, by WWE. Yes. He's too old to just see... Him's fucking face just get mashed. No, and like people would have, people would have turned on Norton. Like I don't give a fuck what kind of good work he's doing lately. You don't kick Flair in the face. Like all the hardcore marks would have turned on him. I think. Yeah, and then D Mac. Uh, what was hilarious? One thing that I noticed is after it all went down and the punt happened, uh, D Mac rushed the ring. You know, like. And it's just something that I'm not sure that we've seen a lot of since coronavirus, and it's because it has zero effect. Like, like you, usually when the good guy rushes the ring to save, you know, somebody, you get a huge pop. And D-Mac just comes running down, and it's just nothing. It's like... Well, yeah. I mean, he didn't, he didn't do any fighting. Orton slinked out of the ring as D-Mac came in the ring. I know, but just that, that little element of wrestling. It's just interesting how some shit the crowd just makes or breaks. Oh, yeah. Like that little element of the good guy coming to save another good guy from a bad guy. You know, you get the roar of the crowd. You get And then no crowd, it's like there's nothing. It's like, oh, that's a, that's a lot less uh, effective without a crowd. Oh, I feel you. <laughs> I mean, there's, there's a couple of things with this limited audience I don't like. Oh, yeah. Uh, that, that, that was one of them. I didn't even notice it at the time. But, yeah, something felt off about D-Mac rushing in and, and, it, and it being completely silent like it was. Yeah, it, it loses a lot. Uh, yeah, the other thing I don't like about the crowd, uh, we, we got a couple musicians in the crowd, a couple of drummers trying to get some beats going. During matches, yeah, have you heard this? No, like, uh, like, like, explain that. Uh, so they're smacking on the glass, but instead of just doing the classic slow clap, where it gains speed, yeah, you know, that crowd normally does. Yeah. I'm sorry, freaking the fuck out of my cat right now. <laughs> uh, instead of doing that, they're trying to do like actual rhythms, like doom, doom. Doom, 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 doom. And it's, it's, it's changed slightly each week, and it's always started by one guy, because you can hear it throughout the night. He really wants to get it started. And a couple matches in, a couple people catch on, but it gets really annoying when you have, like, five minutes straight, like it's a soccer chant. Yeah. Like, okay, enough with this four-beat rhythm. Yeah. 
Man, I don't I don't ever listen to the crowd. Like the their little fake crowd, I mean. Really? Yeah, so yeah, I never catch any of these things. And sometimes during promos like they'll be yelling they'll they'll be talking like a crowd should be talking at a promo, like just yelling like He ain't, you ain't like him. Yeah. Fuck you, Seth. Yeah. Just yelling things like that, but when it's when that's the only other person in the room talking, you really hear it on the mic. Like I think people's promos, at least for the first week, were getting slightly interrupted because they weren't used to it. They got so used to the silence that they got interrupted and they actually stopped talking in the middle of their promo. Yeah. Yeah, it's inter- so, it's interesting. I I don't know if Vince actually gets someone out there to be like, hey, tell this guy in the corner here to shut the fuck up or keep it down because the mic's picking him up way too much. I'm sure that I'm sure they have plenty of instructions. It's probably they probably tell him to to do that stuff, you know, here and there. Oh, yeah. You know, not to say anything inappropriate, but to like you said, just to react and boo the bad guys and. Uh, yeah, I'm sure that I'm sure they have plenty of instructions. I don't know. It's it's weird. I mean, I I, I appreciate it more than the crowdless, but yeah, yeah, I'll take them over crowdless. Well, let's uh let's go to SmackDown because we only got we're already at 43 minutes. Okay. Um. Yeah, get on it, over to SmackDown. Uh. SmackDown, since we're on that topic, we might as well bring it up. Did you catch that SmackDown mentioned that next week they're not going to be at the Performance Center? Oh, God, Cole Cole delivered that so terribly. (laughs) He's like, we're here at the WWE Performance Center, but this week, but next week, we won't be. Rumors circulate that we'll be somewhere different next week. I'm like, hold on, rumors circulating? Why don't you just tell us where we're going to be? Because clearly you know where we're going to be next week. It doesn't make any sense. Like, that's the dumbest thing. I didn't catch that, but that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. That's like me saying, hey, we're going to have the dollar bin next week. Rumors circulating that the Magic Milkman Bork might be by with a movie to break down next week. Yeah. Like, you work for the company. You know... Like, like, even if you don't want to tell us where you're going, like, that still doesn't make any sense. You you know we're not going to be here, so just say that. Yeah. So, Eric, do you have any guesses on where they will be? I don't know. I, I thought, like, like, I don't know, they could go to a big arena, which I've heard chat of, just and not have anybody in it, but just to, just to change, you know, just to change the scenery, like, do an actual empty arena situation. Uh, or I was thinking maybe they'll go outside, you know, they're in Florida, do a beach show or something. A beach show? Yeah. I'd be cool with a beach show. I, I have no, like, they, they mentioned that, and I'm like, where the fuck are you gonna take this? I don't know what, like... Well, the, I, I guess the beach would probably be most likely, but... What does that do for us on a go- like this is terrible timing to go home to SummerSlam? Well, I'm thinking like maybe it's the same spot they're gonna have SummerSlam because if you notice that we don't know where SummerSlam is gonna be either. Oh, you know what I mean? They they haven't usually they say live at the Performance Center when they host when they you know advertise the pay per views. 
Oh, is that what they're setting up for? Yeah, so I, I think that SummerSlam's either going to be at the beach or outside or maybe an empty arena just so they can get a nice big set there. like Kind of like what we imagined they would have done with WrestleMania, but they didn't for some reason. Uh, they probably just had, they probably wanted to do that, but maybe had trouble locking down an arena because at that point, you know, everything was, we didn't really know what we were dealing with and maybe, uh, maybe the arenas weren't allowing anybody in crowds or not, you know? Yeah. So maybe that's what they're doing with SummerSlam. Just a, a big empty arena. That way they can get a nice big set and make it look different. Now are you saying uh, outdoor arena, do you think, or indoor? Either, I guess. I'm just thinking, like, that way they can get a nice big set, like how they normally do for the big pay-per-views. Nice big ramp. Yeah. It'd be nice to see a big old ramp. A WrestleMania-sized ramp. Yeah, I mean, it, it still won't be the same. It'll be no crowd, but fuck it. It's different. I'm okay with it. Yeah. I mean, as long as they don't have a packed arena. No, I don't think they're going to... I think the fan situation will be the same. Just very limited. Fake fans. Um, but yeah, that's... that. that some masks. <laughs> yep. So that was an interesting... Uh, I thought that was interesting. Um, and then... So this... I thought this was funny. Didn't it start out with the uh, Battle Royal? Smackdown? It started out with uh, Retribution interrupting a match, and then then cutting to commercial, and Retribution was gone. Uh, how they? Oh, it they interrupted. Uh, Big E versus uh, uh, John Morrison. Yeah. Hey. Hey. <laughs> hey, hey. Uh, so yeah, so they yeah they had the retri- the first Retribution uh, interruption, which is stupid, and then um. They had this battle royal, and it was just funny to me because Samantha hasn't watched wrestling in probably like at least a month and a half. And yes. uh, they had this battle royal, and she's just like, Oscar will win. And I'm like, yep, it's fucking so obvious that Oscar's going to win this match. And then they're going to do a triple threat. Like a triple threat for all the belts, you know? Wait, do you think they're going to recreate the WrestleMania from 2019? Yeah, yep. Oh, man. Yeah, because she already had the match with uh, Sasha booked, you know? Yes. And now she has a match with Bailey booked, so how else do you do it? I mean, I guess besides, you could do two separate matches, I guess. I thought they would go that route just to spread it out, but I mean, your, your way makes just as much, if not more, sense. I mean, I... Eric, I want to say this. I want to say SummerSlam is going to be the turn. But I've been wrong so many times. So I, I might as well say it. SummerSlam is going to be the Sasha Bailey turn. It's definitely a good way to, to start bringing that, uh, that riff. You know, a triple threat. That's a classic way to do it. So I think it's more than just a riff. I think it's a full turn. That'll happen at SummerSlam. Might That's be. That's what they want to get out of performance there. They want... It's actually happened somewhere that looks semi-normal. Yeah, and actually, I'll give them props there. Uh, when they were introducing the the uh, battle royal people, their promo it it was solid. Like it didn't it didn't seem as rehearsed and annoying as it normally does. Bailey Bailey's getting into the heel role. Yeah. Um, I can't 
didn't rumor anything too sp- like they only introduced a couple of people and then it got yeah. to Oscar like wait a minute this is this isn't right you gave us the wrong cards they played that off well yeah like I mean the nervousness when Oscar got announced yeah it was nothing special but it was smooth is all I mean it just felt better oh yeah so that there's that but yeah anyway that a battle royals Oscar wins um so now we get so now I don't know I don't think they announced it as of now I guess we have Oscar versus Bailey as well as Oscar versus Sasha yeah, as of now, you just have two separate matches, but yeah, like you said, it could easily be a triple threat. Yeah, maybe, like, I wonder who comes out to announce that. Probably Mom Jeans. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> you uh, know, Sasha and you, Bailey, you two are such good friends that I think we could just make a triple threat of it. Yeah. You know, she always, like, trails off with the large... Like yeah. she emphasized the last two words of whatever yeah. statement she asked. Yeah, like an old smoker just trying to get, just petering out, trying to get that last bit of info out of there. Uh, what else What else was good on SmackDown? Oh, let's talk about, we got about ten minutes, let's talk about Braun and uh, Alexa. Braun, Bray, and Alexa. Absolutely. Uh, I thought this. I actually, I, I actually like this this little scene here. Alexa shares with us her feelings about Braun, about how, um, you know, they they were maybe a little bit more than friends or something, kind of teetering that line. And then Braun is like demented now. Like he's he's the 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 fiend has gotten to him, Jeff. Yeah, I mean the swamp's like a Harry Potter type of thing. Once you get into it, you're you're changed. Yeah, so Braun's changed. He says, fuck you, Alexa. You know, I don't care about you. It's all about I the I don't team. give a damn about you. Yeah, I don't give a damn about you. And Braun cut his hair, too. Braun cut his hair, and now he talks in a deep, creepy-ass voice. Yeah, I like the haircut, though. I think that's a good move. Oh, he's, he's turning heel, dude. Yeah. Yeah, so he's he's changed by the fiend. But anyway, I thought it was funny that. Uh, so well, I'll finish telling. So basically, you know, they they're going back and forth. Braun's like saying, "I don't care about you." Alexa's like, pleading her case, like we used to be friends. Blah blah blah. And then she's like, "Look at me when I'm talking to you," and then she starts slapping Braun over and over again. Trying to literally slap some sense. Yeah, like pow, 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 and I'm pretty sure the first slap had a had a fake slap edit sound added to it in the Hulu cut, which was hilarious. Oh, it definitely had a fake slap sound. There's no way she got that crisp of a palm on his cheek. Not with that beard. No. A beard slap isn't nearly as effective on microphone in the entertainment industry. No. You need a you need a nice clean shaven for that nice slap sound. A John Cena cheek. Yeah, yeah, a Randy Orton cheek. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, so she starts slapping him, so then he's like, fuck it, and picks her up, and Gorilla presses her over his head, and, like, is walking around the ring with her, which was hilarious. And then he, like, throws her, or, you know, we, or we infer that, or he infers that he tossed her in the air, which I guess he did. But that looked crazy. I don't know if she landed, like, on the mat or not, but it she, like, flew. So there's no thump. Yeah, she she got tossed up and the lights went black when she's at the apex of being in the air. She's, like, eight feet up. 
and the lights black out. Yeah. And we never hear the thump, but five, uh, three seconds later, uh, it just turns into Fiend's ring. Uh, damn it, no G again. <laughs> not the G, Fiend's ring. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's, yeah. Uh, Braun's not in the ring, it's a red ring, and the Fiend is there, and Bliss is just laying down on the mat. So I don't know if it's inferred that Bray tossed it into the, or Braun tossed it into the Fiend's world. It being her, I don't know why I made her an object. I don't know, man. It, it, it was just like, I think it just was meant to infer that like, Braun is now demented and he's playing mind, like the tables have turned. Like Braun's playing mind games on the Fiend now. Okay, yeah, I got real confused by the end of that promo. That's just how I took it. I don't know, but it was hilarious. The, the funny part to me was that, okay, so Braun throws her like 100 feet in the air. Like, she could have broken every bone in her body. And then yeah. and then they do the switch out, the mental mind fuck. And then Braun is on the Titan Tron and uh, Bray's in the ring, and they're both just having a hoot about it. A big old laugh. Like we just we just took this four foot tall woman and destroyed her. Ha 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 ha. Yeah, the bronze lab is so creepy too, and I didn't even think about that. Like, yeah, they're just yeah, they're hooting and hollering. Yeah, like we just fucking destroyed this woman. This tiny woman is just destroyed. She'll probably never walk again. Um so yeah, so I don't know. It's kind of it's kind of an interesting story, I guess. It's it's getting. I actually like the addition of Alexa Bliss. I'm not really sure what's going on. Like that might be the end of it. I don't know. Like as far as Alexa's role, I don't know how deep it goes, but I thought it was something. It, it made it more interesting. Yeah. Uh, at first, I was worried this would be like Alexa turning heel because at first she was riffing with. Uh, Nikki, but I think that's just because she had bigger fish to fry. The bigger fish being the brawn issue. But Nikki, like, tried to welcome her back and apologize for shoving her down last week and shit. And Alexa's like, whatever, I, I don't want to hear it. I'm, I'm here for answers from Braun. Yeah. So, I didn't know if that meant that Nikki and Alexa were breaking up or what, but yeah, I mean it's it's a way you could go. I could see it, like because remember Alexa always used to wear like the bones on the gloves and shit. Uh, oh yeah. Her her first you know kind of character. It's like okay, like if if she did become an ally to the fiend, it might work. I could see it, but I don't know if that. I don't think that's where they're going. But I'm just saying down the road, it could be something. If you're gonna have an ally for the fiend, it would be a female. Yeah. Because you can't have him be with some other dude. I mean, he's kind of like a lone wolf. Oh, absolutely. So, I don't know. So, yeah, I thought that was kind of an interesting segment on SmackDown. Uh, what happened with... Oh, Big E just got wrapped up in the Retribution segments, pretty much, right? Yes. So, they, they had a redo of the Big E versus John Morrison thing later. And then retribution, like uh, the lights flicker again, so every the WWE locker room floods down to ringside, thinking that you know ringside's going to be attacked. So we're going to just lumberjack style, just crowd the ringside with all our wrestling members. And then we get footage that apparently only Corey and Cole and us viewing at home can see, 
that retribution <laughs> is quote-unquote taking over the back, which means nothing but coming in, slamming shit, shouting, and Eric, did you see the most uh, uh, depressing part for one one unlucky fella? Oh, the guy that was taking a shit? They interrupted a guy's poop. The guy was shown taking a poop on Fox National Television. But they... and the cameraman didn't know it. Like he's like, wait, what are they looking at in here? And he looks at the guy's shit. Like, the, like who was the guy though? They didn't, they didn't let us see who it was. No, it's just some random. I think it's just a random worker that just happened to be taking a shit. That's why the door was closed. But Retribution's like, oh, how can we fuck this room up? We don't know because we we're terrible at this. No, I think. So let's open the door, and then a second guy looked inside, like, oh fuck. And no. then the cameraman saw the crowd. He's like, "Well, what's going on over here?" Yeah, no, I think it, I think it was intentional. Really? Yeah, I think so. I mean, it, they would have cut it out if not. I think. I, I, mean, I, I think that was. I think that was filmed live. Maybe it was. I don't know, man. I thought. I think it's hard to tell because I agree. Like, if if it was part of the show, then why couldn't we see who it was? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, no, no one mentioned it. Like, that guy wasn't... You know Jerry the King Law would be like, he's on the job! Yeah, <laughs> for sure. And it, I guess... But I don't know, man. I don't know if it was supposed to be there or not. I, I really can't tell. But they... Retribution just sprayed one of those crappy w, no WWE signs and they threw bottled water at a brick wall, Eric. They're hardcore. Yeah. They, see, they're, I guess... Like I, like we talked about earlier, their their hardcoreness isn't coming through. No, it seems very weak. Everything seems weak. Uh, they look like a bunch of little kids. Probably because I think I don't know. I think I think there's a lot of women in the group, which is fine. But there's no like like why didn't they take that huge guy they keep showing us on Underground? Why isn't he in the group? Exactly. Like you, I, need, you, need, you need some sort of threatening size in the group. Yeah, and uh, that huge black guy that's the bodyguard for Underground. The one who thing made open the door for him. Yeah, that guy's gigantic. Yeah, he's a, he's a big boy. Yeah, why the hell isn't he in Retribution? Should be. I don't know. So, Retribution so far to me, I don't know, man. I'm kind of down on him. Yeah, uh, I'm down. So, we'll see. Uh, I hate to make your claim or go home. Yeah, let's see. Yeah, what are you about? Like, is this is this a really dumb and stupid play on what's actually going on in America, or what are you fighting for? Like, let's figure this thing out. But yeah, uh, Biggie was um, in a match during that whole time, and you come back to ringside from the retribution clip, and Corey's like, "Oh, I feel so helpless out here." Like, are you kidding me? Tell the fucking wrestlers that yeah. there's being attacked backstage, you dumb fuck. I know, they, they talked... like yelling at the TV. Yeah, they talked about it for like three minutes. And finally, Corey tells him. No, Corey didn't even tell him. The referee told him. Oh yeah, the female referee came out. Yeah, I, I rewound because I'm like, did Vince get in the ear and just be like, okay, this is obvious that you guys are living that kayfabe lifestyle. You actually have to tell the wrestlers. But no, it was just a female ref that told her. Yeah, it was poorly executed, man. <clears throat> two, two headlines. I'm not going to go into any of them, but two headlines. AJ Styles versus Jeff Hardy for the IC title next Friday on SmackDown. 
Yep. Uh, Sonya versus Mandy in a hair for hair match at SummerSlam. Someone's getting the head shaved. Yeah. It's the what's funny about this story. Uh, it's is like they keep pushing the narrative that like Mandy's the hot one. And in reality, like, Sonya is way, way higher on the uh, Jerry the King Lawler scale. You believe so? Oh, yeah, dude. Like, so, like Mandy's like the, the chick that, she's like a tryhard, you know? Yeah. Like, she had to get, like, she's got to do all the work and everything, dye the hair, all that shit. And Mandy just looks like naturally, or uh, Sonya is just like the natural beauty, you know? That's a good point. So it's just funny. It's funny that that's the story, and it's like not even true, but whatever. It's uh, also funny how Mandy clapped back trying to say, "I worked hard to get into WWE." You think I just like because I won a bikini contest? That's all I did. I, I watched you on the most recent Tough Enough, Mandy Rose. You <laughs> claimed several times through that that you are using your beauty as a skill to leverage you further along in this competition. Yeah. Do not try to church it up. We know it's Joe Dirt. Yeah. Yeah, which is understandable. Do your thing. Who cares? Yeah. Vince loves the blonde sex sells. Yeah, yeah. Just, just own it. So who's getting their hair cut before we get out of here? Who do you think? Mandy. Show that beauty isn't only skin deep. See, I don't think so. I think it's Sonya, unfortunately. I'll change my pick for the official predictions next week. Yeah, you never know, but Sonya is the, Sonya's is the lesbian of the two. Yeah. And she, I could see her being bald. Uh, and you gotta expect that this is something that came up because one of them decided they wanted to cut their hair. And uh, I can't see Mandy wanting to cut her. I don't know. It, like, I'm looking at it out of kayfabe. And I'm thinking like, okay, yeah, Sonya's going bald. Which sucks, because I don't want to see her lose the match, but I think that's where it's headed. Which doesn't make any sense. Like, how does Mandy beat Sonya without any outside interference, but who's who's on Mandy's side? Like, she doesn't have any allies. Otis. Otis, yeah, maybe he could do something. We'll see. I don't know. We will see, brother. Alright, we're, we're a little over. You got anything else on wrestling? Oh yeah, Kalisto's back. Yeah, he was. He, he looked cut. He looked ripped. Yeah. <laughs> so, Lucha House Party get, getting a push, and they might even get a title match at SummerSlam. Uh, for the... Which, Smackdown oh. Tag Team titles that Cesaro and Shinsuke currently hold. Yep. Yep. And, I mean, they probably won't win, but... We're pulling for you, Lucha House Party. We're, 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 we're behind you on the Boob DDT podcast. That's right. Oh, oh, fuck. We, we ran out of time. We forgot about the... You gotta give us your uh, Chicago Bulls update, Jeff. Oh, okay. Hold on. Are you ready? Hold on. Alright, it's now time for a very special... Um, I want to say... Oh, pre-NBA playoff... Even though the Bulls are already out, it's time for the 30-second Chicago Bulls update. Bulls fans! Bulls fans! 30-second Bulls update.
Yes. Yeah. Can't tell you how frustrated I am with the NBA. I haven't watched it, but the Bulls have made some waves. Because to every little fanboy on Instagram's delight, the jack o' lantern, Jim Boylan, <laughs> he gone. Yep. I had a feeling that's what it was going to be. Like I said, I did not look it up, but I had a feeling. Our tourist commissioners, the new GMs of the Bulls, took over for Garpax, has finally sent Jim Boylan packing. I, I was kind of here on there on this. I mean, it, it was going to happen eventually, but people were acting like Jim Boylan was the worst coach ever. I've seen worse, even though he had statistically probably the fifth worst record in NBA history, or at least Bulls history. <laughs> so not great. It's statistically not great. Statistically not great. AJ Styles talks about the statistics as well yeah. this week. Anyway, uh, we do not have anyone in line yet. Uh, rumors, rumors running rampant about future Chicago Bulls possibilities. But Bulls fans, don't worry about the coach yet. We'll get a coach. Uh, there's going to be a bunch of fans who hates the coach decision because that's every single coaching choice outside oh, yeah. of uh, uh, the Bears coach, Matt Nagy. Yes. Let's get but, Stan uh, Van Gundy. It's a, oh, yes. I want to see it. Van Gundy. Yeah, a little, little fucking mustache walking around those sidelines. That's what I want. <laughs> Street sweeper. Yeah. But also, Bulls fans, keep your ear to the ground. Because coming up this Thursday, our tourist Knishvish will uh, represent the Chicago Bulls in the 2020 NBA draft, where we have the number set or the draft lottery. Excuse me. This is where. Actually, that's not as exciting. I thought it was the draft. The draft lottery, where we get to figure out what number we will be in the draft this year. Yeah. Keep tuned for the NBA playoffs as well. Okay, so when when's the lottery? The lottery is this Thursday. Okay, well then maybe... I don't suggest watching it. I watched it last year. It is very boring. No, that's just something you look up once it's done. There's no need exactly. to watch that. Exactly. Do not watch it. <laughs> so you might... Shit, you might even have an update next week. Yeah, I'll probably have a brief update telling you what number we got. All right. Well, thank you, Jeff. Thank you for that Chicago Bulls update. Let's see if the audience is awake. We give you a round of applause. Excellent. Excellent. Thank you. Okay, Jeff. Well, that about does it for us. Don't forget, uh, folks. We got uh, what do we got coming up? We got we have we've teased a uh, cooking with short shorts. To be determined what what uh, episode that's going to be, correct? Possibly episode 100 as well. Okay. Yeah, we might as well just keep it for the big 100 extravaganza. Um, and then we got uh, the Boom DDT dollar bin. is going to be coming at you at episode 100 with the Magic Milkman Bork. A very special uh, Boom DDT dollar bin we will unveil next week so everybody gets a chance to watch and follow along. And we got our SummerSlam prediction show coming up next week. Remember, fans, this week don't like, rate, do not like, rate, or review unless you want to. Instead, just tell a friend. We'll get to that faithful 50 real quick. Yep, we'll be back to the faithful 50. All right, Jeff. Well, uh, I think that does it. You got anything else? 
Jeff Hardy, put it on the board. Yes. Okay, you're predicting a new champion. Yeah. Okay, he wants a. I mean, they do change titles on the shows now. The the, the weekly television is important in these trying times. Hell yeah! All right, Jeff. That's all I got though. All right, night night. Night night. But now I don't Here's understand. Start calling it. Now I don't. Now I don't understand. Good. Huh? I said, okay. 